Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at Walgreens. Best bits of the week, and we've got them for you. Best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, everybody? Time for Best Bits. This is part three. This is the first time Eddie is getting to experience the listener questions. How are you uh, feeling, Eddie? No, 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 no. I, I think I did this last time. Did we have we have we already gone through like one cycle of listener questions? Yes. Hey, I think it started with us. You might be right. Dang. I mean, deja vu right now. I feel like I, nothing is clear. I feel like the last time we did this, you had your phone and we recorded a quick video and you're like, send your questions in. And then immediately we answered them. You might be right. I think you were the first one. Okay. So we're, we're back for round two. Come on. I mean, we got more questions this time. So that's why okay. I felt like I was the first one. Okay. We're going to dive in and we're, we're going to talk family since even though you're like, don't ask family questions. They still <laughs> I was just ask. joking. I'm joking. By the way. I, I know. I know. I know. So we're going to dive into the family stuff. Does anybody on your family, like kids, wife, you know, your parents, anything, listen to the show and do they ever get mad for things you've said? <laughs> That's funny. So <clears throat> I think that I've learned through the years uh, what to say and what not to say. Uh, I think the very beginning when I first started on the show, it was tough because, yeah, like I kind of thought the rules were like, oh, they ask a question, you tell them everything. And so I would. And then I would come home and I'd be met by, with, by like a face of like, why did you say that? <laughs> and, and I think it's more of like, not like you're telling our, our family stuff. It was more of like, you're telling your side of the story and none of us can tell our side of the story. So that's mm -hmm. not fair. You know, that kind of thing. So I kind of learned after a while, like, all right, just let me clear stuff, see if that's okay to talk about. And then we'll talk about it if that's all right. But honestly, like, I've gotten pretty good at it now. And they do listen. They listen on the way to work, on the way to school. But sometimes, too, like, their friends at school will tell them, like, oh, your dad said this. And they'll be like, dad, why did you say that? So they're getting to the point of their ages now where it's, like, all starting to make sense. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Before it was like they were young. They probably had no idea. Didn't care. Now it's like, oh, wow, this is my life. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's really funny. Like I, now I just kind of mess with them and be like, keep it up. I'll talk about it on the radio. And they'll be like, okay, no, okay, no, 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 no. So now it's a threat. Now it's <laughs> yeah, a threat yeah, yeah. that it gets talked about to millions of people. <laughs> right, right, right. They're like, okay, Dad, I'm sorry. I won't do that. I won't do that. Okay. So did she hear the bit about the whole shaving head possibility or does she know that you may have to shave your head? I'm always greeted by like a text that says like, please tell me this is this is just a bit. <laughs> and then I have to be like, what are you referring to? She says, don't shave your head. Uh Oh, so it, she did hear it. She did because like she says that when I shave my because I, I shaved my head one time before, maybe like five or six years or something. But she said that when I did that, I looked just like my dad. And I mean, I think I do. I do look just like my dad. And you got to understand to her, it's like. I don't want you to shave your head. I don't want you to look just like your dad. Okay, but does she know that like this has to happen if Scuba Steve fulfills his end of the bargain? 
I think she does. And she's not loving this idea. No, but let's be real. Like hair grows pretty quick. For dudes. Yeah, it'll grow back pretty fast. I mean, we've seen scubas. What do you mean? Like for girls, they don't? I mean, for some people it does. But for most women, I feel like once your hair reaches a certain length, it's like it just stops. Yeah. And you're like, uh, (laughs) it's like my dog. My dog's a schnauzer. Right. And so she has like a natural little mustache. Like we've kind of like cut it all off to where she just looks like she has short hair. But then it just grows back to that mustache. That's just the way God wants her to look. And it stops at a certain point. It's like, how does it decide? It just wants to stop there. I feel I like know. our women's hair is very similar to like dog hair. <laughs> so weird. Okay. So what does your wife do for work? Also, please know I'm asking you all of these questions, even though I know a lot of the answers. This is yes, listener yes, questions. Yes. What does she do for work? Um, well, she raises our kids. She's a stay-at-home mom, but she's also an artist. So she paints. She... um she paints she we're still working on kind of getting the website up and all that but she's probably got about like eight paintings under her belt that she's getting ready to sell and and they're huge paintings like huge you see like one behind me yeah that's that's one and so like they're they're humongous and uh so she does that and then she also works for a, a company outside of dallas where she does just kind of stuff online Okay, I didn't realize this about the painting. So is she trying to potentially start selling her work? Is that what the website's for? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a huge move. Yeah, it's really cool. It's something. Well, she was she was working at a school at our school, like our kids' school, a couple of years ago, and then she's like, you know what? I just have this like feeling. I feel like I could really do something I love. And like make some good money if we can really buckle down and do it. And so we gave it a shot. So for like the last year, she's been she's been painting. So I can't I can't wait. I can't wait to get it all up and and see see how it does. Cause Dang, she's I can't, really good. Okay. Well, so this is kind of leans into the next question. She doesn't want to be on the spotlight with this show, but I feel like as an artist, she might be. Is she gonna go anonymous? Well, I told her she should be like, um, what's is it Banksy? Is that, is that? Who oh, yeah. Yeah. Banksy. <laughs> I told her she should be like Banksy, you know, where she's like anonymous, wear a mask or whatever and go by like this random name. She's like, I don't know. She hadn't really thought about all that. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I'm not sure what she's going to do exactly. But I was like, make up a name, make up, wear a wig, like wear a mask, like just go for it. It'd be cool. Well, and so that was like some of the listeners wanted to know, was there a reason behind why she doesn't want to be a part of the show? Like as far as you saying her name and keeping her and your kids anonymous. Mm-hmm. She's just like, she just likes being private. That's fair. Some people do. I mean, <laughs> public life is not for the faint of heart. Let me tell yeah. you that. Like, I know it is it. not for everyone. Like, Isn't it amazing? Is- it's amazing how most people just like to be private. Yeah, most people do. And, and we're like the crazy ones who are like, no, nah, I'll right. put our whole lives on display. That's fine. <laughs> Okay, what about the dynamic with y'all's kids? Like, you have four boys. What's the dam- dynamic like with all of them? It's chaotic. So <laughs> it's really chaotic. So it's funny. That, so I have 15, 15-year-old, um, 10-year-old, 8-year-old, 4-year-old. And the 8 and 10-year-old, they are just inseparable. Like, they're always together. They do everything together. Even when they get in trouble, like if they fight or whatever and they're arguing, we separate them. And two minutes later, they're back together. Like they're just they they don't know how to exist separately. I, I give you an example. The other day they were arguing about something, whatever. And I said, you know what? You, you guys are done together. Like you, you you're going to the front. You're going to go play football in the front. You you're going to shoot basketball in the back. Like you're going that way. And we literally separated them. And then I went outside and I heard talking. I'm like, what's happening? And they were talking through the fence. <laughs> Almost like they were in prison. You know, it's like, like they were. They could not possibly be separated. I'm like, I don't understand. You, two seconds ago, you guys were just wanting to kill each other. And now you want to like talk again. That's just the way they are. It's it's amazing. Oh, I love that. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but those are not the two blood brothers. Correct. Those are one of the foster previous foster boys. And one of your blood, I don't even know how to say all of those in appropriate terms. So please correct me if I'm no, not saying that right. right. Bi- biological. <laughs> biological. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Blood brothers is like a weird uh, word. Uh, honestly, it's funny. Like for a long time, it was that's what, how we would classify it. Like this is blood. This is not. This is. But now there's no difference. Like, yeah, we don't think about it. We don't talk about it. It's like 
they're just they're just bros. But I wanted to like highlight the fact that like it's not like they were in the womb or anything together or they have this like DNA thing. It's like <laughs> they connect because they just connect. They've connected since day one, which is amazing. You think about it like when you bring in a. Eddie the uh, dad. Yeah, yeah, that's my life, Morgan. Always. <laughs> so what what's what's funny is is you just think about like, all right, so you're four years old, five years old, and then another kid comes into your house, starts playing with all your toys, shares your house, uses all your stuff, sleeps in your room, like everything, basically. And you would think that like you'd be like, whoa, no, like don't that's my stuff. No, you can't play with that. That's that's my football. Like, okay, maybe I'll share with you, but that's still mine. It was never like that with them. Like with them too, it was like, hey, Mikasa Sukasa, like <laughs> whatever you want. Let's just and, and it's been like that since day one, which is truly amazing. You know, you have a Mojo Dojo Casa house, right? <laughs> that's what you. It's what's funny is I started watching that movie. I can't finish it, Morgan. Why? I don't know. I maybe because I started like at nine o'clock every night, and I'm just like, all right, let me continue it, and then. 20 minutes in, I'm like, mm. okay, well, that probably doesn't help. You're probably really tired at that point. I am, but I do like it. Every 20 minutes I watch at a time, I do like it. You're going to have to watch it again where it's like putting it all back together. You're going to have to actually watch it in full. And by the way, we're talking about the Barbie movie in case Correct. you didn't understand that reference. Dojo Mojo. What is it? Mojo Dojo Casa House. <laughs> and that is literally what you're living in because it's all boys. That that's right. All boys all the time. Except, oh, yeah. except except my wife is not Barbie serving us drinks like that's not happening. <laughs> that's true. That is not happening. So there's a listener that's considering fostering. Do you have any advice for somebody who's like in those steps right now? And they're like, OK, I want to foster, but I don't know what this looks like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I would say there's a lot of stuff online about fostering, like a lot of um, information. If you just want to know how to foster there's a lot of stuff on that your church um you can go to children's homes stuff like that websites and just kind of give you an idea of what it's going to take this the getting certified for being a foster parent is a lot like it's gosh i don't remember maybe four or five months of training every week and it's like four hours a week of training and so it's a commitment, but, and I think once you do that, you kind of get a sense of like, oh, there's a lot, like <laughs> there's a lot going on here. You gotta, you gotta have your house ready for foster kids. You gotta have like smoke detectors. You gotta know CPR. You've got to know how to, um, um, bandage a wound. You, I mean, all the stuff like that, where, and then you start learning about traumas and how to deal with traumas. And, you know, the kids come with stuff that we've never, ever experienced in our life. And so we don't know how to deal with that. And there are habits that a lot of these kids do. And it's weird how there's, you know, five or six or seven things that they all do. And it comes with just the lack of connection in their childhood, the lack of love in their home, the lack of the neglect, all these things contribute to these things that they do, whether it's hoarding food, whether it's whatever, there's just a number of things. And you go through these classes and you learn so much about that where you're like, wow, this is heavy stuff. And they give you really step-by-step, -step, good step-by-step -step guidelines to deal with that stuff because you're going to need it. Because when you do become a foster parent, there's all kinds of things that you see and that you experience and you you really um, need help, like trying to figure that stuff out. And then, you know, whatever agency you go through, they usually provide someone that you can call and help and for help and you can ask them questions. So there's a lot of help out there. But so really, like going through that training process, I feel like helps you decide, OK, this is for me or this isn't for me. Like, really, they make it rigorous. So you get through that before making a decision. Totally. Yeah. I think, I mean, I remember my class probably had about 20 couples in there, not all couples, some singles, some single people that wanted to be foster parents too. Um, I would say about 20 people and maybe you would see kind of week by week, some people just drop out because they'd be like, okay, it's not for me. And, and it's not for everyone. And I hate saying that because I want it to be for everyone. I want everyone to think that they are able to be foster parents, but I do understand that it's not for everyone. 
but give it a shot because there are a lot of kids out there that do need that, mm-hmm. you know, and do need some loving couple out there that's just willing to take them, even if it's temporary. Even, I mean, I have some friends now through, we've met so many people through foster care and we have friends now that have like, I mean, I think they've had their fifth, sixth child now. Wow. And so, okay. so there is that there, there are, there are my stories of where like, we'll give it a shot. And then we got two, and then we ended up adopting them and then we're done. But then there are also the stories of like, we're just going to be foster parents for a while. Yeah. And they have kids just come in and out of their house until their situations get figured out. Oh, good. Okay. Well, I wanted to make sure to include that. So in case anybody's thinking about it, you gave them some little pro tips because you're yes. basically a professional now. Start with a yes until <laughs> you're convinced. No, that's, that's a good tip. There it is. Let's try okay. that. And speaking of like your life, this is a funny question that somebody asked. If you and I switched lives for one week, what would we like the most? And what would be the (laughs) hardest part? (laughs) That is funny. Like, I think I'd go crazy. Right. If I lived your life, Morgan, man, I'd probably be late to work every day because I went out last night. Um, I think I would probably do a lot of outdoor stuff. You know, like I'd probably I like doing stuff alone, which is mm. funny because I'm never alone. But <laughs> the irony, <laughs> the irony, I know. But I like to see your Instagram where you're like at the river or you're hiking, you know, you're with your dog, stuff like that. I'd love to do that. Like, so so that would be stuff. like the best part was that you yes. get to go like adventuring and go exploring. Yes. You don't really have a lot of commitments besides work. Right. OK, which is awesome. And then going out drinking with my friends. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about it. Okay. But then what would be the hardest, do you think, taking over my life? Probably not having my kids. Because yeah, I like know what being that, alone. I, well, well, I don't mind being alone. It's just that I know my, like, I love my boys. I love my family. I truly, I've gotten to a point in my life, Morgan, where like we've traveled a lot, you know, for like work. And uh, I used to love it. I used to love going to all these cities and like doing, you know, shows or whatever we were doing. But now, if we do have to leave, I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss that. I'm not going to be able to go to the football game. I'm not going to be able to. And so, like, I truly, truly love when we have weekends home. We're like, oh, yes. Like, I look forward to it. And so, I think it's that. If I didn't have them, I would feel, like, really, really bummed out. Like, you're missing a piece of you. Totally, because they are a huge, huge piece of me. See, it's so funny because I think on the reverse side for me, I think it would be hard having four kids needing something of me. Like I'm in your shoes and I'm like, oh my gosh, four, four little human beings lives depend on what I am doing. Yeah. That's a lot. That's, yeah. that's a lot for me. I like, but th- think about like, so like the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey stuff, right? Yeah. Like what's funny is like with my boys, this is two worlds collide. They love football. I love football, but I love Taylor Swift. And they they like Taylor Swift, but like this is something where like they want to talk about it all the time. Hey, Google this, Dad. Google that. And it's funny, like it's if I it was just me, I would have googled it and been like, "Cool, don't buy it, throw the phone away." But with them, they're always like, "Hey, hey Google this, Dad. Dad. So so so, what restaurant did they go to? You know?" And it's like mm-hmm. it's fun. It's something that I would normally just not do or care about. They always want to look stuff up. See, you know, and I think I think that would be like the coolest experience of it of switching is like the companionship, not only of partner, like having a partner, but you have four littles who are like little minimies of you. And you're like, yeah. OK, uh, <laughs> this is how you feel. OK, let's talk about it. Let's go through it. It's like it's good and bad, right? Like, yes, that would be the good and bad for us switching if I was in your role. So okay, I get so, it. So what's yours? What's mine? Mm hmm. Like of yours, of if, I, if we switch places, mm-hmm. I think I think the hardest would just be literally having children because I'm single. I don't even know what that's like. And then I go hard. from zero to four. Like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. Um, and then I think I would like the most of having a full house. Like, right. Yeah. Like, yes, I do love going on adventures, but living in a house by myself is very lonely. Like, I love my alone time, much like you. But I also know that like companionship is really awesome. So that would be cool. It'd be, it'd be all about your family. And I get is to hang there, out with Coachella. So that'd be cool. 
that's true. That's true. She's always around. <laughs> it is is there always something going on in your house? Like, is there music? Is the TV on? Or like, do you like silence? I always have my TV on. I somebody wrote it online. It was my TV background noise. It was like TV background, my emotional TV background noise, and that is what I have all the time. Like, if what it is-, is it though? Like, what what's on there? Sometimes it's Channel. the TV, like sometimes I put on a movie, sometimes it's a TV show that I've already seen. It can be anything. I just need the noise because otherwise, like it is like a pin drop. Like you can hear everything in this house. Yeah. So I have emotional TV background noise all the time. It's funny when my when my family goes out of town or, or I'm alone, I and I don't know if it's just that I, I don't I, I think I think it's because I'm such a I don't like wasting money. That my big thing is like turn the lights off. Like if you're not in the room, turn the lights off. And so when they're not here, there are no lights on in the house except in the room that I'm in. Like it's yeah. crazy. Hey, if it makes you feel better, I did that a lot to my parents growing up. Like that was the thing that I was known for. I would go in a room just to turn it. Like they were fully convinced I would go into a room just to turn the light on and leave and leave the light on. So it's really funny. Like one of the first <laughs> things when I lived by myself, my parents were like, so do you turn your lights off? I'm like, well, yeah, I got to pay the bill. And they're like, hmm, exactly. I wonder why we always ask you to do that. <laughs> That's so funny. So, so now you, you're out of a room, you turn it off. Oh yeah. My, like the lights are never on unless I'm in that room. And it's just so funny because like, as a kid, I was notorious. Like you would have thought like I lit up the house, like a Christmas tree. I turned on every light in the house because I hated being in the dark. <laughs> yeah. And, but I never turned them off ever, like ever. So until you pay the bills. Yeah. Until you get old and you're like, oh, I actually have to pay for that. Yeah. I don't want to leave that on. So Amen. I hate to break it to you. That may stay that way for the time they are living with you. Oh, it never ends. <laughs> like I still go upstairs and be like, off, off and closet <laughs> lights too. I'm like, why do you need the closet light on? Yep. Hey, listen, it's scary in the dark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. No, I felt okay. We're going to take one quick break. I got more questions for you. <laughs> Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, we're going to keep leaning into this of our our mixed things. What was your first impression of me? And I'm sharing my first impression of you. 
Ooh. My first impression of you, artsy. <laughs> artsy. Uh, which isn't really true, but my first impression, I think it's because you had a camera. Like, oh, it's I cool with a camera? Yeah, you were just kind of cool in the theater with a camera and like smiling, like very happy. Like, I don't know if you were happy or not, but you looked happy all the time. You were always smiling and you always had a camera on uh, around uh, like a strap camera strapped on and whatever. And then like just I kind of felt like you were kind of artsy. And then when I I think I talked to you for a little bit and you were like saying that you were acting in a play. Yeah, that I was at that, the time that I was doing the Wichita thing. Yeah. So I think that my immediate assumption of you was that you're just a happy person and that you are artsy and kind of a thespian. <laughs> okay. I mean, not too far off, but like a little bit, though. You're not really artsy. Like, not really. I wouldn't be the picture person for artsy. No, but I am right. very creative. I think that'd be more what it, what you were getting. Yeah. But. You know, that that's fair, given the fact I was acting in a play at the time. And a lot of life. There was a lot of life to you. Like, you were going to do a lot of things. That's kind of what I got the impression. Oh, I, that's a yeah. good, okay. That's a good one. Um, yours was that you were just very friendly. I didn't know. Our first interaction was not with the show. It was when you guys came to Wichita. This is how we first met. And the Raging Idiots were performing at the Orpheum Theater. And I was taking pictures and video of you guys for the local station. And... You were just so friendly. I didn't know what to expect, meaning I was like, right, are they going to be really mean or are they going to be really nice? I have no idea. <laughs> Which is funny. Like, we, like that would even be an option to be mean. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, I, like to yeah. me, you guys were, like, famous, right? And you were artists. And, like, I'm like, okay, well, this could go one of two ways. But you were so friendly. Like, first, you literally, like, one of the first people were like, hi, how are you? Who are you? Like, let's talk about it. And you were just very, yeah, literally, like you were so friendly and just, I think open-minded is a great word. Like you, cause somebody who's closed-minded would not have done that in the first place. Right. They just wouldn't have cared. Not that they were mean. They just wouldn't have cared. So I think you were very friendly, very outgoing, very open-minded and also like full of life is a great way of putting it. Like you were very happy. Like you just were so excited to be there and be able to participate in everything that was happening. Yeah. Those are like my initial reactions to you. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty accurate. I was very happy to be there because like, yeah, that was that was the start of a lot of cool Raging Idiot stuff. Yeah, it was the very beginning. Like you guys yep. had, I think this might have been one of your first tours together, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. Um, So yeah, funny that we have similar like ideas of each other, which is probably why we gravitated and talked to each other. <laughs> yeah. And we went to lunch that next day because we were just like, we're like having great conversation. No doubt that we were both smiling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No doubt. You and, I, you and I are both very smiley people. Even yeah. like if we're like, don't like someone, we're like, yeah, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of mean. I don't like you, but I'm still smiling. Yep. I'm going to laugh about it because I don't know what else to do. Okay. What is the strangest react, like, um, recognize? I, I have the word spelled out in front of me and I cannot say it. <laughs> strangest being recognized moment from a listener oh i'll let you think about it because i have i have a pretty funny one back when remy used to fly with me when she was able to we were in the airport one time and i was getting annie ann's and somebody comes running up to remy and was like oh my gosh you're remy and like it didn't even dawn on them it took like a whole two minutes and then they looked up they're like if she's remy you're Stop. morgan Stop. and i was like There's oh my no god way. i swear i swear <laughs> This is the best interaction I've ever had because I loved that somebody recognized Remy first. Like that, that's ridiculous that they saw your dog and were like, "That's a wait a second. Yeah, Hold I'm not on. even kidding you. Like it was hilarious and I laughed so hard and it made me so happy because like you know me, Remy's my life. So the fact that she yeah. got recognized before me I was like, oh heck yeah, like go. It doesn't even have to be me on the other side of this leash. Like Remy's the girl. So. Uh, that was the best interaction and, and strangers at the same time because I just wasn't anticipating it. But uh, best one ever. And let's be real. Remy is the star. She is. She's 100 percent the star. <laughs> so I loved that moment. And, and it was really great. Funny. We had like a cool full moment in like the St. Louis airport. But yeah, that was mine. Did that, did, did that remind you of anything? Do you have any? I mean, I, a few of them came to mind. Just I've had some interesting ones. 
I think the the weirdest one was I was at the grocery store and I noticed somebody just staring at me. Didn't say anything. Kind of just gave him a smile like, hey, they didn't say anything. They kind of just looked back at the cans of tomatoes. And then I kept walking and that was it. No big deal. Maybe just thought like, okay, they just were being weird, whatever. Uh, And then I remember checking Instagram like later that night and there was a DM and said, so I saw you at the grocery store and I didn't want to bother you, but I wanted to say hi. And I'm like, that is so weird. Just say hi to me. Like, (laughs) don't that. I remember that being like, that's weird because now I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm like, well, who knows? It's me. And they're just not talking to me like (laughs) they're just creeping on you from the tomatoes. Right, Right. Right. So that was weird. But there was another time. When I remember we were, my family, we were all getting Chick-fil-A. We were in the drive through line. And this big 18-wheeler guy is like unloading food in the back. And he gets out of his truck and he walks right by my window and then looks and then comes back and taps on the window. And he's like, are you Eddie? <laughs> and I go, depends. Who are you? <laughs> He's like, dude, I'm a big fan of the show. And so that was kind of funny. Were you thinking you like owed him money or something? You're like, I don't don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's always fun for me to like, just just, because everyone, I think their first thing is like, well, let me make sure it's him first before I act like an idiot. So it's always like, (laughs) are are you Eddie? And so I've been for years, I've had fun with it where I was like, I remember I was walking through a hotel down the hallway and somebody came out of their room. And like, just, I happened to be walking by, they were walking, they were walking out of the room and they looked and they go, Oh my gosh, you're, and I said, Nope, Nope, Nope. I'm not, I'm not. (laughs) And they said, Oh, I said, I'm kidding. I am. And they're like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, it's so so funny because like, what else do you say? Like, yeah, I am. Like, it's a weird thing to be like, yeah, it's me when you're like, no i don't i don't know who you think i am maybe i am maybe i'm not it's like <laughs> it a weird <laughs> it depends well like like when we were at um pebble beach uh bobby bobby was playing pebble beach the pro-am there or whatever and i went as his caddy and we were doing stuff with like a bunch of celebrities and we were behind the ropes and these people were yelling at me and they were they said ray ray and i go oh my gosh here's another instance where they're thinking i'm raymundo because ever since Ray changed his name to Raymundo, <laughs> which is so stupid because he's not even Hispanic, they automatically think that I'm Ray or my name is Ray because it makes sense. Raymundo, I'm the Hispanic one on the show. Like, it just makes sense. So mm-hmm. I thought they were thinking I was Ray. And I'm like, no, nope, I'm not Ray. Try again. They're like, uh, you are Ray. And I'm like, no, nope, I'm not Ray. They thought I was Ray Romano. <laughs> Different <laughs> so, Ray. Different so we, Ray. We were both like, huh, I, that, do I look like Ray Romano? I guess I do. I don't know. I don't think you do. There was a lot of confusion in that person's face. Like, they were like, I think that's Ray Romano. But then he's saying he's not Ray. He says he's Eddie. It's, it's, it was all a mess. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. It is funny because people recognize our voices more than they would recognize who we are. So I get the question of like, are you? But yes. like, it's just it's just funny. Like, you should just come up and be like, hey, like, I'm whatever. Is your name Morgan by chance? Like, But even, even if it was like Brad Pitt, you would still kind of like if you saw Brad Pitt in Wichita at like Pizza Hut, you would be oh, like, yeah. Are you Brad Pitt? <laughs> I'm just double checking. Eddie, that was me with Tom Hanks when I when I like passed exactly. him because it was like my passing. I like I had to sit in the bathroom contemplating the whole scenario like while I was peeing to be like, I think that was him. So then like coming back down like it was. But I like so I totally get it. But like, but, I but, guess but I would just ask him, though. No, I would never go up and be like, are you Tom Hanks? <laughs> see, I would like to do that to see what he says. I want to know his response. No, he'd probably be like, no, nah, I'm not. Like, if, if I know, like, his personality based on the interaction I had, he'd be like, no, nah, that's not me. <laughs> and but, walk so, away. What's funny, too, is people always like to say, like, oh, my gosh, I listen to your show all the time. And then my stupid go-to. And I, I got this from Jimmy Buffett. My go-to was, oh, you're the one that listens. Like, thank you. Because when I met Jimmy Buffett, I thought it was so funny that I go, dude, I'm a huge fan of your music. And he goes, oh, you're the one. And I was like, that's funny. 
that is that's a I, great response yeah <laughs> and he was just like so funny about it like you're the one fan of my music this is great that's how you are helping Jimmy Buffett live on is yes. through his responses. That's awesome. That's my contribution. You didn't even realize it, but you are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is the hardest thing about working on the show? Ooh, ooh, ooh. The hardest thing? Oh, let me think. It used to be waking up. <laughs> like, really, that was the hardest thing about yeah. working on our show. Yeah. Waking up. Then you just get used to it over time. Then, You're like, well, this is my life. It becomes part of your life. Exactly. Um, I Do you want me to go? I feel like yeah. I have one. Yeah, yeah I, go ahead. I think the hardest part is that people listen. And I think, you know, we, we get to share snippets of our lives and we get to share different topics and stuff. But people love to make snap judgments based on one segment of listening. And they think they know your whole life on that. I think that's exactly. the hardest part. Like, is that there's this huge perception of anything of anybody anything that they know the whole story and it's just like social media it's just like a reality show like we only get to share so much of it we don't have five hours to deep dive one story not only that morgan i'm going to piggyback on that when bobby comes to you and he asks you a question that you have no idea uh, what it's about or even if you're going to have a good answer to it you cannot not say something like yeah. You, have you to just have to something. say something. So whether it's something you truly, truly believe like or not, you have to say something. And to me, that's so stressful. And there are numerous times when I'm driving home and I'm being like, why did I say that? Like, I Thanks. couldn't have th thought of anything better than that. <laughs> so so to piggyback Thanks. on what you're saying, like, that's tough, too. People don't mm. realize that. You can't just be like, Bobby's going to be like, hey, Morgan, Morgan. So so what's it like when, you know, someone you go on a date and the guy pays? I don't know, Bones. I don't know. Like, I haven't thought that much into it yet, but let me think about it in one second and give you a very <laughs> literate response. Right. And can you imagine if we said, I don't know, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't make for very interesting radio. Right. And and I would say 80% of the time I want to say, I don't know, dude. Like aliens never yeah. thought about it. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And you don't have time to think and none of it's planned. All of it is impromptu and you're just like winging it. So like, I do think that's the hardest part is that it's just like, okay, you just have to accept that whatever gets said is what it is. And nobody knows your entire life and you just have to move on with it and hope for the best. Do you ever say something stupid and then just hope it's almost like a viral video, right? Where like, do you ever just hope like, all right, I just hope people forget about this in two days or in one yes. day or like, I hope I get to talk more so that people can just start thinking about me saying other things and not remember me on that. Entirely happens to me often. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, they really think like, like, especially a lot of my dating stuff. They're like, oh, they definitely think she's stuck up or, oh, she only likes this certain type of guy. And I'm like, sure, whatever you want to make me out to be, I am that villain for you. That yeah. makes you feel better. <laughs> whatever <laughs> I, like at this point now i'm just like it is what it is because like mm. at the at the end of the day like you and i both go home to our homes and we're happy and life is great and like if i'm healthy and my dogs are good for you like if your kids and your wife are good like and obviously hazel i keep forgetting i adopted a cat sometimes like a whole thing oh. um i have <laughs> to I have, about hazel <laughs> she's so chill i just forget sometimes um but, she's a cat <laughs> she's very chill but like, you know, like as long as that's OK, then like I'm OK. Everything else doesn't matter. So yeah, I, I try and that. do that often. I don't know if that's what you do. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Bad day okay. at work. Don't worry. Hey, you know what? At least I have my, my family's good. <laughs> yeah. Like At least everybody's home. Roof over the table. Food is happy. Everybody right. on the Internet hates me, but I am OK. <laughs> but there, hey, there are definitely those moments, though, where you're like, God, why did I say that? That's so stupid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Eddie. I, see, this is where it's a good thing you're never alone. <laughs> uh -huh. Being alone makes that worse. Let me just put that for you. <laughs> okay, well, we ha I have another like question on the other side. We're going to take a quick break really quick. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. 
So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, so on the flip side, we said like the hardest thing about working on the show, but somebody also asked, what's a positive, wow, this is my life moment we've had since joining the show? I feel like I know yours, but I want to see if you're going to say what I think it is. A positive wow moment? Like where you've been like, holy crap, this is my life. Like in a good way, not in a holy crap, this is my life in a bad way. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I know yours, but I don't know if it's going to like register as that for you. Is it was this easy for you, like for your quote for you to answer that? No, because I feel like I've had a lot of them, but That's I do have saying. one one that kind of shines above them. Hmm. And you want me to you want me to go so you can think about it? Well, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. OK, I, I have had I will like say I've had a lot of them like having Shania Twain in studio, Dolly Parton in studio doing the iHeartFest and getting to meet a lot of like massive stars that I would have never been in the room with. Those moments are like far and above beyond, right? Yeah. yeah. And which we will talk about iHeartFest on part one. So make sure y'all go listen to that because we got some recapping to do. But I think my number one, like above all, was when we won a CMA award. I've been a part of the show when we've won awards, but I never one got to be on the award because I've been a part of the show for so long and be on the stage to accept it like Mm -hmm. that moment that happened when like first it got announced and then i was like holy crap i'm going to the cmas and it was like holy crap you're going to be on stage to accept said cma you get to have this whole experience like especially as somebody who for whatever reason had the dream of wanting to be an artist and always watching the cma awards like that was my only other way of winning a cma award and i did it you know what i mean yeah and so like that moment for me was so holy crap, this is not real. And I still look back on that moment. It's still very much like that did not happen. Where is your award? It's sitting downstairs. It's next to our ACM. So I now have one <laughs> ACM and one CMA. I also have a few others where Bobby like gifted the rest of like the show plaques and stuff. So I do yeah. have those. But my one CMA and my one ACM are sitting next to each other, like right on my fancy little bar cart. So everybody sees it. <laughs> Okay, okay. So like if you bring a guy home and like he's still kind of learning about you, like does he see the award and say, What the Yeah, if he, if he sees it, cool. I don't ever point him out. I'm not like right, right, go look over not. there. You have a big light, all the lights are off except the light on the on the award. Whoa. Maybe I should do that. Maybe it'll make me, you know, have my Taylor Swift <laughs> moment. Um, but no, sometimes they'll be like, it, they'll come over and be like, holy crap. Like, well, how do you have this? And I'm like, well, I don't know. It says my name. I stole it. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> what? Um, so some do ask, but I don't ever point them out. I, uh-huh. but I, it's more for me that I'm like, I'm just so proud of both of those accomplishments that like, they're not going to hide in a room. They're going to sit right there for me to see every single day. That is really cool. Yeah. That so is th- really cool. I, That was, I bet, I bet your parents were so proud of you too. Like, I remember when we got our first award, I mean, they would just like, they called me all the time. Like, this is crazy. Like, that's so crazy. I saw you on TV. It's crazy. Uh huh. They were. And they were just like, like, 
Morgan, you have a CMA award. Like you watch, you would sit two feet in front of a TV to watch the CMA awards. And like, then you were just on them and you won an award. Like, do you realize how monumental this is in your life? And I'm like, not really. I can't like, it's not grasping in my head. It still hasn't. You know what I mean? That's so So, true. Yeah. It's hard to grasp those moments. mm -hmm. So I definitely feel like that's it. Especially in our line of work, kind of have to just like accept and go. Like it's all, it's just kind of like we did it next, next, next thing. Like, we did this. We got to move to the next thing. And so it's hard to kind of like sit and really enjoy something like that. And I think I think this is the same for artists, too. Like, you know, an artist wins Entertainer of the Year. Awesome. Uh, next day, they're on the road again. Mm-hmm. And like, especially really... when you're on a trajectory to keep moving forward, you can't really stop. You can't stop the momentum. Right. Yeah. So I feel like, especially for artists and now for, for us more, I was like, I can get back to the show. Right, 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 right. But like for artists, it's like, okay, we got to keep moving forward. Like now you got to go for a Grammy. Now you got like, what's next. And I do feel like but, in general, people are like that, but, but we should have a big celebration. Like, I feel like winning an award like that calls for a huge after party, a huge like party the next day, or like, I don't know, something to, to celebrate that. But I don't think a lot of people do that. It's kind of like that was a fun night. We we had fun. We you, it's funny. Like for us, sometimes we have to like go straight to bed because we have work in the morning. <laughs> that has happened before. <laughs> yeah, but we need. I think we need to celebrate that. We should I a, do. Feel, I feel like that night we did. We all stayed for most of the show. And we were drinking and we were having a good time. But I don't know <laughs> that we celebrated like after after. Right. Like we need a cake and we need a band. We need Next to do time all that. Next time. Or 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 we just throw a party for everything we've ever won. I also like that idea. I like both. <laughs> I love a party. So like I'll do both. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what about you? What is what is yours? Man, I'm kind of like, I mean, I've got to say, I look when I when I went to the, the Dallas Cowboys game with Jerry Jones and his helicopter, that was pretty cool. Um, like really, really, really cool. And something that probably you know, less than, gosh, 0.2% of the world. No, 0.0000001% of the world will ever get to do. Um, so that was really cool. Going to the Dallas Cowboys game with Jerry Jones in his helicopter and getting on the field before the game and then watching it from his suite. Pretty amazing. Uh, but I'm going to have to <laughs> say Garth Brooks. I'm going to have to say playing, playing um, opening up for Garth Brooks in Little Rock. And we played a lot of big shows like we've done. Me and Bobby have gotten to do a bunch of big festivals where like there have been. 30,000 people, 20,000 people. But there's something about a Garth show. Um, you talk about you sitting in front of the TV watching the CMAs like I used to dress up as Garth. <laughs> like that That's your guy. I, I had all his shirts all his album shirts. I have like the rope in the wind shirt. I have the, the flame shirt, you know, from standing outside the fire. I've had the, the, the chase shirt, you know, where it's like black and white. And I, I mean, I've ha- I was a huge Garth Brooks fan, huge, huge, huge. So to just like come full circle and have me and Bobby on his stage, not playing two songs, not playing one song. Like we played like 10 songs in front of his sold out um Arkansas stadium show like it was unbelievable and then you know to meet him before meet him and Trisha before which we've met them before but still to be on his stage and him come up and tell us like you guys are going to kill it hey he goes look if you're feeling it just stay out there we're like okay Garth yo we're not going to stay out here forever <laughs> cuz we're going to feel it yeah we're, <laughs> we're not going to stay out there forever just kind of the whole experience pretty 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 amazing and my had family there and it was just really really cool and i mean i'll never forget that so i don't know it's kind of like i love both of them but i'm gonna have to if i have to have to have to pick one i'm gonna go garth because that was just unbelievable well also something that point zero 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 one percent of the population will ever get to do oh yeah so like two things those were the two that i was like i don't know which one he's gonna pick but it's gonna be one of these two and then what's cool is like i'm so so like in our show i'm always kind of the background singer and play the music whatever but for some reason i think because bones was like hey garth said we're feeling it let's go 
let me sing brown eyed girl. He's like, Hey, sing brown eyed girl. And so that was really cool to sing us, me sing a song to all of Garth's fans, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that, I mean, that's pretty cool. That's so I'll, true. I'll that's never so forget true. that moment. See, I love that. See, we've had these, wow, this is my life moments. That's yeah, what she was it. talking about. Yep. I love that for us. High five. <laughs> or high, five. high five. High five. <laughs> okay. So the $3,000 check you got, is it yeah. going towards your teeth or a 401k? <laughs> let me tell you. Look, let me, let me tell you where my money goes, Morgan. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I don't say Morgan. Okay. I did not ask this question. Okay. Okay. Hey, question asker. Look, when I make money, I don't know where it goes. I really don't like it goes into an account and I see, you know, the kids with new shoes. I see Amazon boxes. I see like, I don't know. I don't know where that money goes. Like, Okay. Really. So you're not getting your teeth fixed. <laughs> oh, I kind of have an update on that. I haven't talked about it yet. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll hold, we'll make sure you share it on the show because I'm, I feel like I'm going to save that for the show. So, so tune in on the big show. And I'll talk to you about my update. I do and, have a really cool update about that. Okay, good. And you're not starting a 401k. <laughs> Look, what is the point? What's the point of me starting a 401k right now when the company's not matching it? What? Because you need to start one. You're literally over 40 years old, Eddie. I have money saved. I it's have money saved. But Eddie, I also have a 401k and I'm 11 years younger than you. Yeah, I should have started a 401k 11 years ago, 20 okay. years ago. Okay, you could always say I should have, could have, would have. But here you are, you got $3,000. I was like, you weren't planning on having just take $1,000 and put it in a 401k. But what's the difference of me putting $1,000 in a 401k and a thousand that that's not making it? That's not um what what is it called? It's not making interest or whatever and me putting it somewhere else where it is making interest what is the difference you do have somewhere else that is making interest then fine i'm just making sure you have something stashed away somewhere okay i'm not an idiot guys (laughs) you are (laughs) right the thing with the 401k is that what's awesome about a 401k is the company matches a 401k like yes that is legit and i think they have picked it back up stop okay i will do that right now hold on I'm writing it down i think they have don't I, I could be wrong but i think they did start back up if they did morgan you are the first person i'm telling right now i will put that three thousand dollar check i got into that 401k okay okay but definitely make sure don't don't hold okay. me to that i feel like okay. there was an email about it okay i didn't, I, I didn't see that I, I, I like i said i could be wrong and it could have been like oh we're gonna wait another six months i don't know all i know is there was an email about it i just can't remember okay. what said email was okay okay have you thought about smoking anything else besides whoa chicken? whoa morgan easy hey smoke chicken have you thought about smoking anything else besides <laughs> your smoked chicken i i feel like this is a trap this is a trap question um yeah, man, I smoke everything. Keep this PG, hey, Eddie. Morgan, Morgan, I smoke everything, man. You know what I'm saying? I know Jimmy Buffett and Willie Nelson are you guys, <laughs> but like, this is about chicken. Man, Morgan, I smoke everything. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh, goodness. I've smoked okay. salmon. I smoke. I even tried smoking cheese the other day. That didn't really work very well. Cheese is hard. Making smoked cheese is hard. I'm always thinking like, oh, smoke Gouda. Like they had to have smoked it. So let me try buying regular Gouda and I'll smoke it. And then I like taste it i'm like it's too smoky like it's not very good and you you still have not smoked mini corn but we are now officially out of corn season so <laughs> they have to wait till next season? year uh yes there is a corn season it's definitely better at times to get it i do think like summer into early fall so we might be still on the cusp of it but like definitely as you get into winter i don't know if it tastes as good like it's still there you can still buy it you ever you ever wonder about because everything has a season you ever wonder why, like, some things just come when it's not that season? Like, where did that come from? Aliens. They made it. <laughs> so, like, aliens made the grapes in non-grape season. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, hmm, let's just give them a little. Let's just put a little. It's like they're planting seeds for later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching Invasion on Apple Plus. It really has me thinking about a lot. <laughs> what is that? 
Is that um, fictional or is that is that nonfiction? No, it's it's fictional. And but it's That's about good. like an alien race, like literally coming down and like all I, I'm only in the first few episodes so far, but it's like about like the moments leading up to when aliens invade. It's, it's the al- it's the aliens um, point of view. Not yet. Right now, it's like the days that happen, like literally all these weird things start happening. Everybody's like, what is going on? Nobody knows. And then all of a sudden the aliens are here. Cool. I'll let you know if it's any good. I'm only Apple on a few Plus. episodes in. Yeah. Okay. How are your household plants? And did you ever give me one? No. No, but it's 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 over here. I do have it over there. I will bring it. I'll bring it on Monday. You Almost. can't give it to me now. I feel like it's not gonna it's, make it. What do you mean? It's 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 thriving. It's thriving. Okay, it's thriving. Look at this one. Let me show you. Oh, we're on Zoom right now. Eddie and I are zooming, which has been quite the experience. So, this is one that was awesome. Oh, it's um, a little mason jar and it's purple yeah. and it has just one vine. And I look at all the roots it made. Oh my goodness. All roots, but I think I left them there too long. So it's kind of towards the end of its life. Oh, you don't uh, think it's going to pull through? I don't think so. Dang. But, but there, the mo- the mama plant, the, where that came from, has a lot, a lot of vines. So, so okay. uh, we have a lot to come to, to, to make out of that. But okay. uh, plant, plants are thriving. I did lose one coffee plant which i was bummed about they're so um does it make coffee beans it does but it only makes like one or two oh. <laughs> yeah i, I think it's, it's so funny like you, you look at crops right you're like dang i paid like ten dollars for this thing like how much do, do farmers like coffee farmers have to you know pay for <laughs> freaking coffee coffee crops but if that little plant makes two seeds like these guys have to have a bunch of like coffee plants whatever in Colombia, but well have you not seen the plant fields eddie i mean there's fields full of things say hi hi Hi. can you hear her (laughs) you heard her what she said she said hi to you how are you she said how are you tell her what we're gonna do tell her what we're gonna go do tell her what we're gonna do (laughs) he says i'm shy now he's shy you want to tell her we're going to farm (laughs) Tell her we're going to the farm. Tell her. You want to tell her? Okay. We're going to the farm. We're going to the pumpkin patch. Oh, it is pumpkin season. Mm-hmm. We are there. You better pick a huge, giant pumpkin. Yeah, he's going to get himself a pumpkin. I love it. Um, pumpkin carvings. <laughs> yes, it's that season. Mm-hmm. What were we talking about? It's okay. We were talking about houseplants, but you gave us the update. Oh, the coffee. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And so this I is did the... lose a coffee plant. Okay. Well, at least the rest of them are thriving. Sorry, this is all over the place. We're doing great. But this is the the last question. And we'll end it on this. Would you ever try hair restoration treatments like Raymundo? Guys. I did not ask it. Don't say guys. <laughs> I am just the messenger. You're the only person here. You're the only person here. So that's, I am that's the messenger. I, I know. You know, I know, don't shoot the messenger. I don't care that much. Like I really don't. Okay. Like I don't I don't care. like i think that i wear a hat because it's just easy you know like i don't have to worry about you know my hair or whatever or like and then if i don't wear a hat um i'm starting to kind of do that more just kind of like whatever just not wear a hat so i don't know i really don't care and i'm not going to spend a lot of money on trying to fix something that's just like not that important to me. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> no, it's definitely broke. <laughs> it's definitely hey, I'm broke. trying to help you out here. But you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I hear you. If it was like a big horn coming out of my head, I would fix it. <laughs> like, I'd be like, OK, this isn't this isn't good. Like Everyone's staring at my horn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. OK, well, that you know, that's what we're ending on for the questions. <laughs> Make sure you you guys go listen to part one because we talk festival. We talk about his trip to K-State. Favorite yeah. Cowboys moment you've had hey, since you've been a fan. How how is my sign? Yeah, Ema baby. Oh my Look god! Look at e- you. What is Ema? I didn't ask them. What is Ema? Every man a wildcat. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at the airport, I didn't tell you this. At the airport, um, people started doing that to me. The Ema sign. Yeah, because I had all the gear. Like I had head to toe gear. Like yeah, you were decked out. Yes. And then after a while, I'm like, okay, guys, stop. Like, <laughs> hey, this is the first time. This is the welcome first time to Kansas, baby. <laughs>
It's a great college, but go, go check out part one because we talk about all those things. We can't give any more away. Okay. okay. E-mama. E-ma. Bye, E-ma. baby. <laughs> Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's. Because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.